What's the most important resource that you have? If you really thought about this deeply, I think you'd come to the same conclusion that Joey and I did. It's time. In our newest book, Wealth Without Wall Street, The Three Steps to Financial Freedom Through Passive Income, we talk about how are we tracking that time? Well, what is the thing that we can do to get more of that time back? That's right. If you've ever been listening to our podcast and thought, man, it would be amazing if I could take all the things that you guys have learned over the last 10 years and just summarize them, put them in some way to easily digest them and take action, that's what this book is all about. You're not going to want to miss it. Go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash new book and get your copy today. So I'm finishing up kind of one of the edits, Joey, yesterday through our book. And then we're at the part where it's talking about budgeting, right? And, oh, my favorite. And, and the thing that comes to my mind about budgeting that I, I've started to resonate with more and more is how out of control I was before I kept an organized, basically, list of where my money was going to go before the month ever started. Okay. It, to me, it's like time. It, when I had to start budgeting my time, when I had to start thinking about where I was going to spend my time in advance, it helped me be much more efficient because otherwise, and I think many of us probably resonate with this, is that a lot of times we feel like our calendar controls us. We don't actually control our calendar because we've never sat down. We've never spent time to organize what we want to accomplish. And the same thing with finance. Well, today's topic, we're talking about control. How does control lead to financial freedom? And there's lots of different aspects of it. In the book, you know, obviously we, we talk about different ways to control our finances. We talk about how infinite banking plays in it. We talk about how creating passive income does it. We talk about how understanding what your budget is allows you to know what you need to accomplish from a passive income standpoint to be financially free. Control is where we want to be. And as you know, I'm a control freak. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm glad that I wasn't a part of this conversation, but I am looking forward to learning because you are a control freak and there is a common theme to getting the financial freedom and it all starts and has something to do with control. There's no way around. Control is important. I hope you'll enjoy listening to this, Joey. I hope you'll enjoy this as, as Joey was not there with us. It was three of us around the table. We had a great discussion. Grateful to have you come into it. By the way, take advantage of getting access to this replay and the Q&A that comes with this by going to wealthwellwallstreet.com forward slash inner circle. Now, Joey, let's belly up. Welcome to the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast, your guide to understanding how to get out of the Wall Street rat race and start your own mailbox money lifestyle. Now, don't let these handsome Southern draws fool you. These financial minds are teaching our country to enhance savings, increase cash flow, and create passive income, all without the help of Wall Street. Are you ready to break through? Now here are your hosts, Russ Morgan and Joey Murray. Welcome into the Financial Freedom Roundtable, where each week we break down complex financial topics so that you can easily more understand them and more importantly, guys, you can take action to becoming financially free. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. Grateful to have you in the room. I'm Russ Morgan. They call me the idea guy. Uh, I think mostly because uh, lack of follow through guy didn't sign a school, at least it didn't to me. Um, but enough about me. I'm not alone. I'm sitting here with the dream team of financial coaches. To my left, Mr. Incredible. His superpower is the speed to financial freedom. The real beauty is that that speed is contagious. My man. 
JD Hill. Say hello to your fans, JD. I am so glad to be here. And that is my favorite intro ever. Uh, so thank Ooh. you. I'm gonna, I want my wife to hear that because uh, maybe she'll think I'm as great as you do. So thank you. <laughs> you are, bro. You're, you're Mr. Incredible. Let's talk about today's topic. Get, give me just a sneak peek into the conversation of today. Oh, wow. I, I, think, um, I think we don't value control enough in our lives, even though we're Americans right? And, and like control is a big deal for us. But when it comes to finances, we neglect this piece so much. And I'm super excited to get into this. Mm, I love it. All right. Well, to your right, a true financial Sherlock Holmes of our day. No problem too difficult to solve. If I'd only know you bro earlier, bro, I'd be so much richer. Say hello to Mr. Downtown, Ernie Brown. Nice to see you today, Ernie. Hey, good to see you too. Shout out to the stars. About to be here. Well, you, you know all too much about control, bro. Like, I, I feel like you are Mr. Control, like Mr. In Control. Th that's right. It's JD's point about culturally, we as Americans want control. And in finances, somehow we've been persuaded to turn that off. Mm. That could have been me. I do love control, like you're saying. And fortunately, uh, before I took too many steps, out into this career, I was surrounded by you guys to help coach me into keeping control of this area as well. I do love control. Well, coming out of the financial industry, like Wall Street, I believe is built in a way to put you out of control, to put them in control. Or another way to say that is to make you dependent upon them. And there's very little things because I come from it, right? I, I've worked as the, the certified financial planner. I was an investment advisor for many years. And I know that that world lives. And what I believe is, is just trends and fantasy. Like here, mm. here, here's a, a common phrase. And you probably even heard this. Like, oh, I, I, I'm watching this stock is ready to break out because of this specific technical indicator. But that's garbage, right? Like the only technical indicator we should be looking at is, is it going to be profitable? <laughs> like, is the company going in the right direction? Not because, you know, it's had two dips. So that means it must go up on the backside of this. So what we're doing is we're just investing emotionally into whatever this thing is. That is a lack of control. When we're investing, the first place we should invest is in ourselves and our own ability to produce because God made us as producers. And when we produce, then we get rewarded for that. Well, mm -hmm. There's many different ways that you can be in control or just the opposite, be out of control. I'm going to let you have first crack at it, Earn. Yeah, well, what, what, is this, what is this about, taking control of your finances? Why, why would you want that? Why do I want that? Why do you want that? And I, and I think you can only define that when you get really clear, when you gain clarity of what do I want my time to look like. So you ask and I say time. I think ultimately we want control of our time. And we're, it's not worth building. It's not, I would say it's not worth taking all this control, investing in yourself, all this, if we don't have a clear vision, if we're not really clear on what we want our time to look like. And the process of taking control, is it going to get me that result? So in the last, you know, 30 days, how many conversations have you had just around time, just around what someone wants their time to look like? Every single, every single conversation I have with 
anyone during the day, hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm so busy. I'm so busy is a reflection of time. So every single one. Isn't that really too the worst to say I'm busy, right? Because how many people that are uber successful do not have equally the Mm. same amount of hours in a day that you do? Mm. And would we say that we're getting more accomplished or less accomplished than maybe the most successful people in the world? Mm. (laughs) Right? So when we say we're busy, I almost hear I am not focused, right? I have not clearly defined what I want my time to be used toward. Mm-hmm. We, we talk about this a little bit. We say, you know, is our time getting us closer to what we want or are the activities that we're doing more dissonant to what we really want? And I, I think more times than not, when we look at our calendar, there's, there's plenty of things that we've listed in there, but not, the, not how many of those things are actually moving us closer to our objective, And even more so, I would challenge the fact that many people, many of us have not even taken the time to look at our calendar to determine in advance, where will we spend our time? Right? Yeah. I heard a couple just recently, within the past couple months, a couple great practical things that some people we've been having conversations have done as they're moving closer to financial freedom. One is, no, this guy, he just said, and we've talked about it before, I'm done with the TV. I'm changing TV time for working on my business time. Mm. Heard of this other guy who I'm waking up an hour earlier. And before I go to my job, I'm going to invest an hour of my time in my business. And then another practical thing, uh, Russ, I I know you're famous for this. Uh, What do you call, what do you call time in your car when you're, when you're listening and learning? What, What do you call that? Oh, it's just your, I like to refer to it as my car MBA, you know, get my, get my financial education on the move. Yeah. So what are the things that you're listening to in the margin times, whether it be music, talk radio, sports radio, man, what, what if you're investing and in learning more about uh, opportunities that are out there going deeper into the thing that you're involved in so you can be sharper? That, those would and be would some th- practical ways to use your time. Well, here's one thing too, like the more we really have some introspective, we can better understand when we are the most productive, right? I I remember I've read so many time management books and I won't bore you with all the different ones, but one of the things I've learned about myself, if I'm productive at all, it is early in the morning. That's when my focus is. That's when I actually can do my best problem solving or create the, the best ideas. And it's usually in the shower, by the way. You could have left that alone. Leave that 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 you know that image on your brain, but that's that's where the jam's happening, and and thankfully, I I get to crush it for forty five minutes if I need to. But for me, like knowing that <laughs> allows me to be focused to block that time off. Because what if I was like reading emails in the morning? Like that would be the worst for me because that's the that's the mundane thing I can do right after lunch when I'm dead tired. Right? That doesn't take a whole lot of energy to read emails. But what I find is that most of us don't even know when our most productive time is in the day. And then if we, that we, we're not utilizing it in a way to accentuate it, to, to be able to take advantage of it. All right. I feel like I've let you out of the conversation here, JD. There's only, there's only three of us a day. Mark is hunting somewhere. Joey's on the beach. Jump in there. Would you? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I love that we're, we're coming off the back of our last podcast, which was on clarity, because it's hard, if not impossible, to take control over something that you don't have clarity of. 
And, and so, you know, the things that Ernie was just talking about, what you're just talking about is like, if you don't have clarity on say, for example, like when you're most productive, how can you take control over that aspect of your life? And, you know, I, I just think back to like, when I first started my career as a traditional, you know, goldfish advisor, if you will, right. Uh, making the recommendations for the mutual funds and, and, and managing assets and doing all the traditional stuff. And, I think what's interesting about that is, is that I, you know, clients are, 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 are um, entrusting me as their advisor to help them make good, wise financial investments. And what they're doing is they're relegating control to me as the advisor. They get zero use and benefit of those dollars between now and the point in time that they're going to retire into the future. But as the advisor, I get all the benefit today, right? Because I charge a one or 2% advisory fee, right? And I take no risk in the transaction either. They're the ones taking all the risk. Like it's a beautiful model for Wall Street and for the folks that are working in it, but for the consumer, you have no control and no use of those dollars. It doesn't get you any closer to the end result, which is financial freedom. Well, I, I, we've, we've talked about this before on the show. We created a financial hierarchy of wealth, right? Mm -hmm. And at the, at the baseline, right, we got we to gotta build a solid foundation. And it's not sexy, right? It's not the thing like, who, who doesn't want to talk about, you know, cryptocurrencies or short-term rentals or land flipping or whatever. Like there's lots of just fun, interesting topics that we get excited about. And we talk about them because we're doing them, but those are things that we need to work on after we build the basics in. We've got to create a level of structure that will protect us if all things fall apart. I mean, we men mentioned on the show the other day about building up to 200%. And why did we have a goal of 200% of passive income greater than our monthly expenses? And it's because to be honest, if things fall apart, there will be things that fall apart. Well, if I'm only halfway good, I'm good enough, right? I, I'm free at that point. Well, control is that, is that you actually can make decisions for yourself that you're not subject to someone else's situation. Well, we've talked about a little bit of controlling your time there's controlling the cash flow, right? I mean, we talk about budgeting. I mean, that's not, again, a sexy topic, but we built out a course called the Automated Budget, which in my opinion, when applied, not only frees you up to be more successful with your dollars because you're actively planning where you want to spend them, but it's also freeing your brain up not to consider all those, all those uh, hours in the week that you would end up going, well, do I have enough money in that account to do this? Do I need to move something over here? Can I make this purchasing decision, right? Like, you're trying to like use those brainwaves that could be used for something else because you don't even know where all the dollars are going. It's just your, your financial accounting is busy. Going back to what you said, Ernie, about our time. This podcast is amazing. Almost too amazing, Russ. There's too many ideas and I don't know where to get started creating passive income. Well, here's the thing, Joey. I think one of the things you need to consider in that statement is what is it costing you to not know? What is it costing you not to take action? I love the statement that says you don't have to be great to start. You just have to start to be great. If you're struggling on where to start, you have to know what type of investor you are. Know your investor DNA. And if you want to learn more about this, you can join us in our Passport Challenge at wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash passport. Get started today. That's right. Yeah, I talked to a guy on this of, of where are we investing dollars? How is our cash flowing? Talked to a guy recently who great cash flow, like I mean a, a lot, and he just realized I don't trust myself. If I if I keep this, I'm gonna blow it. I'm gonna spend it. 
And so where, then was he, where was he storing that cash flow? was our conversation. Is it getting him in a position to be closer or further to financial freedom? You've probably heard of the strategy where you, where you pay double mortgage payments, you pay, you pay twice. Well, he was paying three mortgage payments. <laughs> Let's say his mortgage is $2,000 a month. The Joker's putting six grand a month into his, his mortgage just because he needed that cash flow away. And so we're talking about over the next five years, his career is going amazing, earning a lot of money, but he wants to build all this on the side because he wants to do have a lot more time with his wife, grown kids and things. And so we were evaluating that. And, and the, the budgeting wasn't the problem. The cash flow wasn't the problem is where he's storing that was not getting him in a position to get any closer to financial freedom. Well, and to your point, he didn't have other options, right? Compared to what? He didn't have a what? That's the one thing he knew. Right? Yeah, he, he was clear on, on what that would do in, in 10 and 15 years, the result of doing that. But he's trying to accomplish something in a much closer time and just needed needed that clarity. All right. So I'm, I'm going to um, talk a little bit about an interesting idea. I shared it a second ago, Ern. You went on the call, so I got to bring it up for you to help me with, right? So okay. one, of the, one of the control aspects is investment. And I would say in the investing world, right, the, the average investor in their 401k mutual fund is as far away from the investment as they possibly can be. There's so many layers of people between them and mm -hmm. the end result that they ultimately can make no impact. True? Mm -hmm. Everybody agree with that? Yes. That's a pretty simple agreement, right? So then the closer you get to the investment, the more impact or influence you can. Doesn't mean you eliminate risk, but I would say there's that Warren Buffett feels like he's taking on a lot less risk than the person invested in Warren Buffett's fund. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I, here's my here's my investment idea. I want to take my car and put it on Turo, use the cash flow that comes from that to get a nicer car so that it pays for my new car. First take. I love journey. it. What you thinking? Brilliant idea. So I did hear about this new car I, 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 and I knew that you were interested in Turo. I, I'm just saying you're pretty car motivated. You know, I just don't know how you're going to feel about somebody else out there driving around your, your good looking gray and, a white interior of all things. You're going to put a white interior car on Turo for other people to drive around McDonald's drive-through. Well, let, let's just let's let's put some parameters on. You know, on, I, on, I just on, don't know if that aligns price. with your investor DNA. Just saying, but I I'm do I do love it. I do love the car rental idea. I, I paid a ridiculous amount of money to rent one earlier in the year for one day hundreds of dollars. So here's my thought is that what if, right? I ran it 10 days out of the month at $250 a day, 2,500 bucks. I take the cash flow. It pays for the new car. I got it pays for the old car. It pays for the old car, pays for the new car. You're going to have to replace that white interior. That's all I'm saying. Well, I mean, it, I've just put a, um, you know, I, I charge a nice cleaning fee on it. And if somebody charge. stains it, I, I I charge them to get it fixed. Yeah. You get that pet fee on every transaction. No pets. Hey. No hey. pets, no smoking, 
no, no, uh, 30 year old or under, like I'm going to have a limit on this thing. Yeah. But you know, if you're putting it on Toro though, you're, you're not going to get back in that car again. Like you're doing it simply just to make the income. It's not so you can go back and drive it again. It's so that you can get the new car. Yeah. You're saying I like nice things and I like it when other people pay for my nice things. I love it when other people yes. pay for it. Like that's the beauty of creating 200%, right? Like if you're passive income, like how do you, how do you think I pay for my grass turf every month? Like it's because of passive income. Like, there was no way my wife was going to let me get grass turf if I couldn't find a way to get it paid for. So I got a feeling like if I was care. at your house, JD, I would be like, think about all the money we're going to save in maintenance, yard maintenance. Like we're never going to pay a, a, a guy to cut our grass ever again. Hey, JD's I'm like, man, I make so much though. passive income. I still water my artificial turf. Yeah, hey, I, you, you have to though. You got a dog. You got to water in the urine so it doesn't start to stink. Of course, I still water my 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 uh my, my grass turf. Oh, <laughs> all right. So that's we, the we, level of control that I have though over our over our finances, right? And that's real quick, just just to kind of drive that point home is one clarity, but then two, taking control by making particular financial decisions that that help you get further or, or rather closer to your your particular end goal of financial freedom. Rush, you talking about using Turo? to buy the car that you want so it doesn't actually impact your actual cash flow today that's a brilliant that's that's control right that's you taking back control over your finances to find a solution to what it is that you want to create and what it is that you want to do so that's well, exactly it, what we're talking about well and here's the thing too again i i have a little bit of a leg up in this is because we're in the marketing business like i that's right i've already sold it to my wife look it's obviously going to get bought by the company, right? I mean, it's a company car already, but I'm going to get to write off so much because I'm going to like do like a whole course on how to, how to buy your car and rent it through Turo. Like, I'm just going to, I'm going to document this whole process. It's just like when I went down to the beach for, uh, for my daughter's soccer uh, match. Right. And we were renting an Airbnb down there. I just started taking pictures every day inside the house and we created the top seven things to do or not do in your short-term rental. Like it's free now. Like I didn't pay for that. Hey, and if the car weighs over a certain weight, you can, you can fully depreciate the, the full purchase this year. Hey, done, done and done and done. Right. Like now the only problem with this car earn is that they won't, I had to put a deposit down just to get on the wait list because the first available ones coming off the, the factory floor are going to be like April or May. So I don't know how I'm going to make it that long. Yeah, man, waiting is not good for the quick start. <laughs> like I was quick start to get to get on the wait list, but now it's like just tortured thinking six months from now. But that's just what, what I'm going to do. Hey, you're you're going to run out of gas. Months, I'm going to I'm going to learn Turo. I'm going to spend the six months there understanding it so I can crush when time happens. Yeah, I think it's great. So if, hey, I will absolutely let you give me that course for free. <laughs> I will absolutely let you drive my car for 250 bucks a day too. When you come into town. I just saying that's oh, a wow. good price. You can hit, you can hit I, me full I would, price. I would yeah, pay more for that for less. All right. Well, if you're wow. coming uh, to Birmingham in 2022 or after, please hit us up. Let me, uh, let me let you stay in one of our short-term rental units and uh, give you a nice, car to drive while you're here because hey if you want a camper joey's got an option for you too <laughs> oh man i'll tell you how good that deal is i'm, I'm renting his his rv 
not this weekend, but next weekend. So I'll let you know if that was a, a, like a great idea or a terrible idea. Yeah, I love it. All right. Well, let, we got to get into the inner circle. We got to get into the Q&A section of this. If you're not already a member of our inner circle, you have an opportunity, go to wealthwellstreet.com forward slash inner circle and join us. Every single week, not only do we have a Tuesday session that we get into, but on Thursdays after our podcast, we're able to sit down and have conversations to help you get closer to financial freedom. What are the things keeping you from getting there? What are those obstacles in your way? And you get it to, to challenge the minds of those who are already doing it. Hack those people, compress time or collapse time, as JD likes to say. That experience can totally accelerate your path to being financially free. You need to take advantage of it. Go to wealthwallstreet.com forward slash inner circle. All right, gentlemen, thank you. I thought we did good without Mark and Joey here today. We actually got work done today. It this was is great. I, I wouldn't even say this was work. I'd say this is fun. Hey, come on. I love we hanging out with ideas. my we friends. Got, that's it. We got new business ideas happening. You know, we're buying new cars. We're giving tax advice. This is great. Actually, I'm not. A, I'm not. Let me just make the compliant. disclaimer. I am not a tax advisor, CPA. Consult your tax advisor and CPA. I am not giving uh, tax advice. Man. That was a April Fool's joke yeah, in October. Totally not in control of that. Um, but, all right. Well, okay. as always, thank you so much for listening to the show. If you found value in this, please share it with somebody. Let them see and hear what you'll be able to um, listen to on a weekly basis. If you haven't already, take time to rate and review the show. That's how other people who are not um, in, in the know can find us just by scrolling through their app and their uh, podcast uh, server, whoever they're looking this through. So thank you so much. Have an amazing day. This has been the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to break free of the Wall Street mindset and begin building wealth on your own terms in places you understand so that your wealth will never run dry. See you next episode.